So we're going to talk to or talk tonight about the key to experiencing God, which is our spirit. How many of y'all have heard about our spirit before? Right, most of us? Okay, if you haven't, that's okay. Okay, so um, I'm, I'm burdened for the third and fourth Roman numeral, so I'm going to go pretty fast through the first two. Um, and I'd just like to share some of my experiences um, with y'all, if that's okay. Um, you know, something that's uh, interesting about this matter of our spirit, there is a lack among believers of realizing that we have a spirit, that we have, that we even have, that it even is in us, right? But the Bible tells us clearly, right? You can see Roman numeral one. That's just four verses. There's many more that speak about our spirit. In fact, I looked in the concordance and uh, I looked up the word spirit and there were like three pages, right? So it's very clear in the Bible. We have a spirit, right? Um, Okay, so today... I hope that we can see, and, and I, this, is, this is what I hope we can take home, okay? We can exercise our spirit. Amen. Our spirit is a muscle, okay? Yeah. Right? And we can practice. Practice is a Christian word. And, you know, um, I'm pretty new at playing guitar. If probably I took Travis's guitar and started playing, I could probably do it. But when I first started, it was awkward, <laughs> it was a little awkward. <laughs> it was like, bloom, 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 bloom. Not a G chord, <laughs> right? <laughs> but now, you know, I can play a G. I can hit that note, right? Because I've had some practice. Okay, so with God and with our spirit, right, if, if we're not in the regular uh, habit, which is it's okay. If we're not in the regular habit, it may be awkward. I remember being a college student, and uh, I was at a Christian conference, and they encouraged us to speak to the Lord for 10 minutes in a very specific way, um, just by saying his name. Wow. There's a point, naming the name, just naming the name for 10 minutes. <laughs> and uh, I wasn't in the practice or the habit or the exercise of doing this. And so it was awkward, right? It was awkward. But... I have to testify, at the end of that 10 minutes, even though I thought it was a worthless practice, I thought, what, what is the point? I could do 10 minutes, I could do, I could do that in one second. Why do I need to waste 10 minutes to do that? But at the end of that 10 minutes, oh my goodness, I was filled. <laughs> I was happy. I was in, I was in the heavens, <laughs> right? Okay, so hopefully more and more this becomes our experience. Okay, so just uh, let's, uh, let's read the first Roman numeral. I'm going to go through the first two pretty quick, uh, maybe with a couple comments. Roman numeral one, let's read it together. We have a mingled spirit, and we need to learn to use it. Okay, so this, uh, this, this terminology, mingled spirit, it may, may seem a little bit weird. It may seem new. It may seem, um, and, and it, it is admittedly misunderstood. Um, by many. And that's okay. That's okay. Um, but this is a fact in the Bible, right? It's good. If we have a problem with something we hear, it's good to ask questions, right? It's good to ask someone else. It's good to ask the Lord. Lord, <laughs> what is this mingled spirit? <laughs> I want to know. 
you know? But it's, it's very clear. We'll see in all these verses. The Lord be with your spirit. Lowercase s, right? Amen. Grace be with you. So the Lord, he is with our spirit. So it's a mingled spirit. The Lord's there, we're there, yet we're somehow one, okay? Philemon 25. Philemon is a cool book. Uh, it's not chapter 25. It's verse 25. Uh, you can read the book of Philemon in probably one and a half, two minutes. And you could say, I read a book of the Bible today. <laughs> but I got filled reading the book of Philemon. Wow, and what an awesome verse. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. Wow. Romans eight sixteen. The Spirit, capital S, right? Himself witnesses with our spirit, lowercase s, that we are children of God. And the last one, let's all read it. 1 Corinthians 6, 17. But he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit. So why is our spirit so important to God? Right? Why is this so important to God? I got so happy just getting into the word. I've already said this, but uh, wow. Okay. Our spirit is where the God who loves us, right? John 3.16, who knows that verse? Yeah. God so loved us. He so loved the world, right? Right before that, it says, it shows that we are born again, right? We are born again through our human spirit. This is so important, even from the very start, right? I was going to ask someone to turn the lights off, but I didn't want it to get too complicated. If I ask someone to turn the lights off in this room, it might take three minutes, right? Why is that? Because they might not know where the switch is. They might walk to that corner of the room. What? Where, where do I go? Right? They might walk up here. Is that the light switch? You know? <laughs> Finally, the lights would go off. That's what I asked. It might take three minutes, so I'm not going to ask anyone to do it. But our spirit is like this, right? We, it's like a light switch. You can turn the lights on with our spirit, right? But we have to know where the switch is. I went through, I gave my life to the Lord my freshman year of college, okay? The Lord had mercy on me. Um, I was a wild child, and uh, he drew me. Uh, you know, through people like y'all, through believers, yeah. they were shining. And my life, I, I played football and basketball in college, and sports was my life, and I, you know, it was empty. I wasn't satisfied, right? But these believers, they had something that I didn't have. And uh, anyway, uh, wow. Uh, I went through all my college years, given to the Lord, but the whole time not knowing that I had a spirit, <laughs> right? Until my senior year of college, I found out about my human spirit. And it was life-changing. It was life-changing. Um, I, uh, I was very involved with uh, different campus ministries, and uh, I, I really put myself out there to be involved, um, to, to love the Lord, to serve the Lord, the best way I knew how. And uh, I made it a practice at lunch to eat with someone new and get to know them and share the gospel with them. And uh, it was really sweet. So I did this one day, and I was talking to this guy. He was from Liberia, and he, he uh, was talking about history and war and politics and all this stuff. And it was, like, intense, and it was dirty. It was yucky. It was... <laughs> You know, it, it was, it just, y'all know what I'm trying to say. And I told him, the only solution to all of this is Jesus. 
and he lit up. He was so excited. He was like, oh my goodness, bro. He's like, you got to meet this guy. You got to meet this guy. You got to have Bible study with him. He, tell, he, he just opens the Bible to me. And I'd been serving, right, in my Christian life. I'd been serving uh, the Lord the best way that I knew how. Um, and I had never seen someone so excited about the Bible and about the Lord. I'd never seen this. And so I was like, I got to meet this guy, you know, because I knew pretty much most of the Christians. I think there were like 10 Christian clubs on our campus. I knew it was a small <laughs> campus, so I knew, I knew all the Christians. And like, wow, this, there was some, something was there. And uh, anyway, long story short, I found out that it was because this one knew about his spirit. He knew where the light switch was. And he taught this brother how to flip the light switch on. And they taught me how to flip the light switch on. And this was life-changing. Wow, this was life-changing. So anyway, why is our spirit so important to God? I really enjoy this. John 4, 24. Here again, we have the two spirits. Um, and there's something from this verse uh, that I want to I point out that I really, really enjoyed. And hopefully, this will encourage us to exercise our spirit. This will encourage us to desire to turn to the Lord. And it will encourage us to practice, right? Uh, hopefully, the Lord can draw us in this way. So, John 4.24, let's read it. God is spirit. And those who worship him must worship in spirit and truthfulness. I left that off, but the point is worship in spirit. Okay, so this word worship. Wow. Okay. When I hear worship, I think of a band, and I think of lights, and I think of words on the screen, right? Does anyone else think that, right? Maybe, maybe not. Okay. The Greek word for worship is pros kuneo. Pros means towards, and kineo, does anyone know what kineo means? To kiss. Yes. And someone told me, I wasn't able to verify this or not, but I believe them. They said it's like a mother kissing their little baby, right? So sweet. My wife just, we just had a baby. And when my wife comes home from work, and she's been away from our son for four or five hours, she just works part-time. She's a graduate student at TWU. When she comes home from work, she can't wait to get her hands on that little boy and kiss him, right? She's eager, right? She's exercising her right as a mother to love her son. Anyway, this is a picture. The Lord wants us to love him. He wants us to love him. This is what worship is. It isn't standing in an auditorium, you know, with lights or whatever. It can be that too, right? But the Lord wants to be so intimate and affectionate with us. He loves us so much. He loves us so much. Okay, so um, as believers, we not only need to feed our spirit, we also need to exercise and turn to our spirit through practice. Okay, <clears throat> 1 Timothy 4, 7. Exercise yourself unto godliness. Now, here's some more Greek for y'all. The Greek word for exercise is gymnazo or gymnastics, right? Can anyone in here do a backflip? My little brother PJ, he's a skateboarder. He can do a backflip. He can stand and, and flip. Like, it's crazy. I can't do it. <laughs> anyway, uh, you know, at first when we're exercising our spirit, it may be like lifting a 10-pound dumbbell or an 8-pounder or a 4-pounder, right? Maybe just a little exercise, right? 
But eventually, you know, if we keep exercising, it's a, it's a spiritual muscle, right? Exercise, gymnastics, right? Eventually, we can do backflips in our spirit, <laughs> you know? Eventually, this can be our experience. This is what the Lord wants. He, wants. he doesn't want that muscle to atrophy, to get small, right? Our spirit can get stronger and stronger, and it's just through practicing, right? It's just through practicing, uh, <laughs> I was in college, um, and uh, I went to a, a conference, and the, the, this was with the, the brother that taught me about my spirit, right? I met with him for nine months before I definitely turned the light switch on. His, you know, if anyone, you know, if, if you've heard this about your spirit and it's like, you just don't quite get it. You just don't quite feel comfortable. That's okay, you know. Uh, that, that's, how, that's how a lot of us are. Uh, that's how I was. I met with him for nine months. And he, he drew, y'all remember last week, there was the three parts of man. The spirit was what inner circle, the soul, and the body was the outer circle. The target is our spirit. Anyway, he drew that at one of our next meetings that we had. And uh, I was like, okay, cool. And my way of handling the Word of God at that time was, it's knowledge. This is knowledge. I'm taking it in, and then you move on, you know? (laughs) I didn't have this view, right, of exercising my spirit. And so we met again shortly after that. And I was like, so what do we got today? And he drew these three circles. (laughs) I was like, we already did this. (laughs) I was kind of annoyed. (laughs) But he did that because I didn't get it. The lights didn't turn on, right? I did, not, I did not exercise my spirit. And so anyway, he backed off. He stopped drawing the three circles, but he continued to meet with me. After nine months, uh, what does this verse say? Practice, right? Uh, I'm jumping ahead, but practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you, right? So this brother just encouraged me. We were going to a conference in Chicago. <laughs> I went to a school in southeastern Minnesota. And uh, he just encouraged me, uh, just practice. Just whatever you have, speak, um, you know, just enjoy the fellowship. And so I was uh, very much into Proverbs. And so we got, we, we uh, were staying with this family, and uh, there was a gathering of some believers there, and uh, I was ready to practice. And so I started sharing from the Proverbs, and uh, it was very you know how sometimes um, we can be law-giving? We can give people rules. That's how I was. I was giving, giving the law of the Proverbs. But uh, there's, there's also a ministry where we give life, right? <laughs> right? Uh, the Old Covenant, the New Covenant. The Old Testament ministry, the New Testament ministry. The New Testament ministry gives life, right? And I was, I was kind of stuck in this Old Testament type of let's give people rules to follow, right? And uh, so I was speaking this, and this brother, he said, he's like, that's great, Chris. He's like, you know, God was very smart in the way he put the Bible together. And after Proverbs, he put Ecclesiastes, and then he put the Song of Songs. And he said, so you know what? He's like, Proverbs are good. The law is good. We need the law. The law leads us to Christ. He's like, but we will try to keep the law. We will try to keep these rules and regulations that we make for ourselves, and we will not... We will not last. We will fail, 
right? It will lead us to Ecclesiastes, which is vanity of vanity, meaninglessness, right? Uh, Emptiness, right? But God didn't stop there. God was so smart in the way that he put the Bible. Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, Song of Songs, he said, he, he put the Song of Songs next, and it starts with a kiss. Let him kiss me with the kisses of his mouth. Right? This is a picture of Christ and us. Right? So he said, we need to transfer from keeping the law to kissing the Lord Jesus, Amen. to loving the Lord Jesus. Amen. I was again in the heavens. <laughs> and I was, that was my Christian life. This was five years of college. It took me five years. <laughs> five years of college following the Lord because I had given him my life my freshman year. And I was, there was such a heavy weight to do good, right? And I just felt the weight was released, right? I realized the three parts of man, the three circles, it connected. I got it. Oh my goodness. I can contact God directly. <laughs> I can love him directly. This is what he wants. He doesn't want me to stay in rules and regulations. Okay, so after that experience on the drive home from Chicago, was the first time in nine months that I could pray with that brother who was taking care of me. And we, on the way home, I was, uh, I was reading to him the Bible. My feet were on the dash of the car. I was totally comfortable, at rest, at peace. And we were just enjoying God together. <laughs> it was, we were beside ourselves, right? And this is because I finally learned how to flip the switch on. I finally learned how to pray, right? And so it's good. It's good to just practice, right? My practice led me to finding the light switch, right? Okay, so First um, Thessalonians 1.9. Let's read it together. One, two, three, go. You turn to God from idols to serve a living and true God. Okay, so turning to the Lord means, it really does mean that we're turning away from something else. So, you know, uh, we may have anxiety, right? Does anyone have anxiety? (laughs) Right? Yeah, me too. Um, We can turn from this anxiety to the Lord, right? Fill in the blank. We have have, uh, (laughs) depression, right? We can turn from this to the Lord. We can just open everything to the Lord, right? Um, Good things, right? Uh, I love, I still love to this day football and basketball, right? I can turn from football and basketball to the living God, (laughs) right? How do we do this? We, We can do this through our spirit, right? We can definitely... We can choose to definitely exercise our spirit, right? Right? And it's okay if it's, if it's a little bit uncomfortable. Oh, my goodness. So, okay, I told you I was this college athlete. It's been 10 years, okay? I played in a basketball tournament a few weeks ago, and I exercised for the first time in 10 years in a, for a three-week period of time to get ready for this tournament. And uh, it, it was not comfortable. <laughs> it was not my... Actually, maybe too much information, but I lost, I'm losing both of my toenails. They're black and blue, (laughs) right? So 
spiritually speaking, we don't want to go 10 years without exercising this muscle, right? Just, we need to learn little turns. We need to learn how to make little turns to the Lord. Just little turns, even coming here, okay? Why are we in this room? What are we doing here, right? Seeking God? (laughs) It's like, why am I here seeking God with y'all? Lord, thank you that I'm here, you know? Every one of us can pray that. You know, we can just be so simple and have little turns, little turns to the Lord. Something bad happens at work. Uh, I'm, in, I'm in a ringer at work. Oh my goodness. I'm being put through fire at work. You know, when I was in college, I could not wait to graduate and work. And now that I've been working for 10 years, I wish I could go back and be in college. <laughs> you know what? The grass is always greener on the other side. You know what? All of our situations are opportunities for us to turn to the Lord, to exercise our spirit, to just be with Him, to just be at rest with Him. This is so sweet. Uh, Practice these things. Philippians, is is it Philippians? Yeah, Philippians 4.9. Practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. The God of peace will be with you. The Lord just wants to be with you. Right? Right? I thought for so long he wanted me to do something for him. Right? I preached the gospel so much because I wanted to do something for God. And that had its benefits and that was good. And I got filled doing that. But the Lord just wants to be with me. He wants me to be at rest with him. Right? So practicing will give you the Lord's presence. It definitely will. No matter where you're at. And it, right? It might be awkward. It might hurt. You might be like, what is going on? Has anyone been in a meeting and they felt like they couldn't pray in that meeting? You know, or you felt right? That's okay. (laughs) Uh, Trevor, do you mind if I share? um, Is Trevor here? Do you mind if I share about the diary thing? Okay. So the first time I was with Trevor, this was like three or four years ago, in in someone's house, little gathering of believers, Trevor was pretty new, um, and Trevor said, you know, y'all, I just really don't feel like touching the Lord, Uh, right, basically? And I wrote this in my journal, and I was like, this was so refreshing. And you know what that did to that meeting? That just, like, opened up fellowship. That was, it was just like, there was, it was so refreshing that our brother could just be honest, right? We just need to be honest with the Lord right? Lord, I don't feel like it. (laughs) Guess what? When you say that, you are actually contacting the Lord. (laughs) Lord, I don't feel like praying to you. I don't feel like talking to you. You know? Awesome. (laughs) You will get God. He will be there. He will meet you there. All right, let's keep going. Uh, Our spirit can be activated by our mouth, speaking in many ways and singing. 2 Timothy 2.19, let everyone who names the name of the Lord depart from unrighteousness. I wasn't familiar with this verse. This is awesome. We need to name the name of the Lord, right? We can practice. Lord Jesus. And you know, the Lord has, has anyone seen that poster? They sell it at like Christian bookstores. It's got all these different names of the Lord, right? I am that I am, the life-giving spirit. Uh, the great I am, the creator, the savior, the redeemer, the sanctifier, 
right? We can name the name in so many ways. The Bible is awesome, just opening the Lord to us in, in so many ways. Okay, Romans 10, 12. Let's read it all together. For the same Lord is Lord of all and rich to all who call upon him. We can call upon the name of the Lord anywhere, right? I may not be able to sit down and pray with Trevor, right? I may, I may not be able to pray with you for 30, but right, Lord Jesus, Trevor, I can, just, I can just pray for Trevor in a simple way, right? If we may have a burden for, for someone, we want them to be saved, right? Lord Jesus, this person. We can't pray for them for 30. It's not practical, right? But just be simple. We can call upon the name of the Lord for any context, for any reason, at any time, anywhere. You're in class, Lord Jesus, I love you. I found one of my notebooks. This is before I found out I had a spirit. But I was in class, and I wrote, Lord Jesus, I love you. It was so sweet to read that in my notes for whatever class it was. I don't know, science class. But we can touch the Lord anywhere at any time. Okay, Lamentations 3.55. I called upon your name. Let's read it together. I called upon your name from the lowest pit. Right? Anyone been in the lowest pit? (laughs) We can call upon the name of the Lord. Ephesians 5.18 and 19. Let's go. Do not be drunk with wine, but be filled in spirit, speaking to one another in songs, singing with your heart to the Lord. Awesome. Right? So we need to learn all kinds of speaking. When our mouth, right, is connected to our spirit, right? Our mouth activates our experience with God, right? When we, when we speak, when we sing, the Lord just wants to be there. He just is there, right? Uh, so be filled in spirit singing. Uh, you know, I really enjoyed Hebrews 2 this week. Hebrews 2.11. Just a small utterance. It says, he is not ashamed. <laughs> he is not ashamed to call them brothers. But he, he is not ashamed, Right? I get down so much uh, on myself. I, I, I just do. I, I just, I, f- I feel guilty. I spoke harshly to my wife. I have a bad attitude at work. I, I'm, I want to be, I want to do nothing. I want, you know, whatever. <laughs> Fill in the blank. Y'all got yours too, right, if we're honest. But I was so touched just opening the word. He is not ashamed. And so I was at work. Half of my day I'm with others. Half of my day I'm by myself. I was by myself, and I was just singing. He is not ashamed, over and over, right? <laughs> he is not ashamed of me. He is not ashamed of me. And I just, more, there were more tunes. I just used it. Pick a tune, right? If it's worldly, who cares? Use it, right? Okay, if it's classical, who cares? Use it. If it's whatever, just the Lord loves our singing to him, right? And it's just a way to exercise our spirit. It was so good, y'all. I was at work, and I, my employer, I'm just going to say this. My employer does not treat me well. They do not treat me well. In 2017, they mispaid me 11 times. This last year, for eight months, they didn't pay me for part of my salary, and they still haven't paid me despite grievances and non-compliances to those grievances and more grievances. 
It is a mess. <laughs> and I had, to, I had to tell my coworkers, I'm sorry for having a bad attitude and I'm sorry for being upset. And I'm going to try to let go and let God <laughs> because me fighting them is not working. <laughs> okay, but anyway, it's so good to sing. It's so good to sing. You know, sometimes we can sing, Lord, I am a failure, <laughs> right? We can confess, we confess to the Lord our shortcomings, just singing, and we'll get released. 